You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. 2021 NASCAR schedule has dropped. We have Lindsey OK, uh, B reporter for the Ravens and NFL columnist as a special guest on the show. And as you can see, our good pal Randy the Plumber is back to join us. It's a, it's a big week with the NASCAR schedule. He's in the house. It's been a minute. How, but before we get to, before we get to our, our ad read from our good pals at Drip Drop, how, how's things been out there at the, at the creek, man? Oh, man, life's good, bro. Life is good. Uh, I don't think it could get any better. So, <laughs> like, you know, the middle of August, my family come to me, and this would probably make like a Camping World commercial, what happened. The middle of August, my family comes to me, and they said, Dad, and my wife too, they done talked her into it. They said, we are over 2020. We're just over it. And said, you know, Got to do school virtually. We're over 2020. And the whole family said they wanted to go camping for the entire month of September. The entire month of September, we've been camping. Incredible. We're on day, day, what, 29 or 30 now. I've even forgot what day of the month it is. (laughs) Uh, I still go to work every day and I do my thing, but we're we're camping. And so yesterday – craziest thing happened so we got this nice campfire going last night we're chilling they want to sit around a campfire every night and i'm cool with that because i like campfires but we're chilling and they all looked at me and they said we want to just go ahead and extend this through the entire month of october as well (laughs) and i was like are y'all serious because i'm having a great time here but we've been camping for a month straight i know stuff about my kids i didn't know dude it, it's been a blast. It's been a blast. Oh, good things, though. Good things about the kids. You got, you got, you have oh, great yeah. kids. They're yeah, good. I mean, it's been, it's been like awesome, man. I mean, they've been like, we've been talking more, you know. And I mean, we're just out in the woods, bro. There's no way yeah. we're not at a campground. We're in the middle of the freaking woods in in South Mississippi. And you, okay? and it's even more impressive because like you've got your entire setup, like. Yeah out here like oh, i just, got internet out here now i got high speed internet <laughs> you beat you i think you beat 2020 man because like everybody's like at each other's necks like inside of the house you just said screw it we're just gonna go outside we are and that's literally how we're gonna survive in the middle of the woods a half a mile from any other civilization whatsoever there is no one remotely close to where we're at and they don't want to leave and i told them i said look it's fixing to get cold they said, no, Dad, we don't care. We'll build a bigger fire. We got fires. All right, I've got to get out here for sure. Yeah. I, I, ha- I, have yet, I have yet to get to the creek, so this is going to happen soon. I'm going to work oh. my way out here. We'll have us a blast. But uh, obviously, you guys are staying hydrated, and this is where we have to talk about Drip Drop. Oh, yeah. So Drip Drop ORS was invented to treat dehydration in the most challenging circumstances. It's used by doctors, athletes, firefighters, military members, Doctors made it. It's science. It's good. The garage guys use it. NASCAR drivers are using it. NFL players are using it. We got the world dripping and dropping. And you can do the same by going to dripdrop.com using promo code garageguys20 today and get the drip. Rip it and drip it. Um, And as always, when I drip, you drip, we drip. So a lot of dripping going down at the the camp. I got, yeah, it is. And I got watermelon tonight. I love the watermelon. Look out. Look out! Are you doing? Are you doing a little bit of the old, uh, the old dehydration and hydration at the same time? You you mixing you mixing some of that with some with some some sauce? I could be guilty of that. Ooh, guilty as charged. Shout but, out to Cox. But <laughs> the charges ain't come in yet, so you can't convict me of it. There we go. All right. Well, the 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 gavel has hit. For NASCAR, and I figured a good place for us to start uh, the show off is talking about the new schedule. Everybody um, has been talking about it on Twitter all day long. It's all wrong. That's not a good place to start, okay? I'm fixing to show you a good place to start. Oh, God, Uh, here we go. So I know you were trying to avoid this discussion. (laughs) 
I know you were. You were talking about this Get is it in. the right place to start. We gotta start right in. here. And in the, in, your, in your head, you're going, we're gonna start right here. But man, I hope he don't bring up the fact that Mississippi State beat the dog shit out of LSU. This segment is brought to you by Section 65 Podcast, hosted by Clay Keaton and Tanner Colson. Check that out. I'm going to get that in before we even start. So yeah, and I know you've been trying subscribe to, to that. avoid that discussion. See, see, you haven't talked to me since this game happened. <laughs> you haven't spoken to me. And I, knew, I, I told my wife, I, I told my wife, I said, you watch. I won't hear from Chase until I make sure I call him. And, and what happened? What happened? Did you, hear, did you hear from Hunter? Did you hear from Hunter at all? Yes, yeah. yes. I heard from Hunter why Look, he was on, why he was at Las Vegas on pit road. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Look, I'll, I'll just gonna say this much. Okay. I'm a Mike Leach guy. Okay. I can't, I can't be upset. Oh, I too. Cause I, I, I bet, I bet you are. I bet you are. Uh, Mike Leach is an incredible coach. He has some of the most electric post game uh, speeches of all time. There's no one that can top his energy. Uh, and he brought that energy to the field. However, Jamar Chase is not playing for LSU right now. They, they don't look too bad, but, yeah, you, you won. That's, that's all I have to say about it. You won. Dude, you won. Dude, 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 dude. I told LSU people the week leading up to the game, I said the national championship was last year. That's over with. This is a new season. You better not start talking too early. And they were all like, we going to kick y'all's ass. We the national champ. We this. We that. Oh, we saw a big old booty tat. I don't fucking know. All I can tell you is Mississippi State rolled into Baton Rouge and whooped that ass. <laughs> no. So they did, okay? I wouldn't call it an ass whooping. It was, I wouldn't call it an ass whooping. It was a damn spanking. They were lucky to be a, in the game. If it wouldn't give them a pick six, they wouldn't have had a shot. LSU is better than I thought they would be. But first off, anybody that told you that LSU was going to whoop ass, like obviously oh, is just oblivious to the fact that like they lost so many good players. They and I would be, I would be a liar to tell you that like I keep up like heavy, heavy with SEC. I've been keeping up with it a little more now that, uh, that, we're, that we have a, a podcast on our network focusing on SEC. So I did catch a good bit of that game. But uh, but you know, yeah, I don't, I, big of a, I don't know how big of a Mississippi State fan I am. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm I, saying, man. I, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't play that shit, man. LSU <laughs> talked their smack. Mississippi State rode into Baton Rouge, pulled out the fucking stick, and whooped that ass. It's that damn simple. Just say it. Just say it. Just I figured. It. I figured you would have came out and you would have. You would have said you would have had something to say like, "Well, it's pretty simple because bulldogs make way better house pets than tigers." Um, I ain't about that, I ain't worried about no bulldog and no tiger. What get, I'm worried about get, is we spank that ass. Get leech you with it. I'm get leech you with it. All right, we look. Yeah. You win. I will say this much though: between you and Clay, when it comes to your NASCAR, but no. Uh, before we do though, I will say this: between you and Clay, for you, for you and Clay to both have tattoos of your of your schools like that that are that big like you have your big mississippi state on your arm he's got the tennessee uh t like on his leg it ain't like, orange is it it ain't that ugly it, orange oh, it's, it? it's 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 orange I'm and that, like i'm Kansas sure that, that color's not even in my color wheel jesus you know what I'm saying? That's the ugliest, <laughs> ugliest damn, there's no way i could wear it i'm oh, from maroon man. and white baby that's all i wear i don't wear no purple and yellow they say purple and gold it ain't gold it's yellow because it's like the stripe they got going going down the back of their back right now because we whooped that ass but but are they but are they gonna whoop ass next week who who are you guys playing next week who who's mississippi state playing you mean who's mississippi state playing who's lsu playing i don't know <laughs> i don't i don't watch i'm worried about nascar <laughs> going into this week Okay, but, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you who we play in, and don't be make don't be making fun, okay? All right, go for it. You, you got to promise first. You got to say, look. I can, I don't I I can't make you promises. <laughs> I'll make you promises. You got to say, look, Mr. Randy, because I like it when everybody calls me Mr. Randy. Okay? I'm not gonna call you Mr. Randy ever. No, you don't call <laughs> you me. Don't call Randy. <laughs> You're going to say, look, Mr. Randy, I promise not to make fun of anybody when you tell me who y'all are playing this week. Is it Alabama? No. Oh. No. It's Arkansas, man. It's, oh, God. Why would I make fun of you for that? That's going to be a breeze. 
we're eighteen point favorites. I say we win by thirty five. So your money, yeah, big big money. I don't even know what the odds are. We'll have to check that out on on section sixty five this week for sure to see what they what they got cooking up. But oh, I'm gonna be giving my odds on look, section. You 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 earn your victory lap. I will give you that. You earn your victory lap, and you get it. Victory so, lap. Oh no, yeah. it's not a victory lap. It's a victory all year. You you and your fantasy football quarterback are celebrating big with Dak Prescott. You got that right. Let me there let you me go. tell you. Let me tell you what's funny. And I kind of forgot what was funny as soon as I went to tell I you. I bet what you was did. Funny. It's it's the hydration and dehydration at the same time. <laughs> No, no, I, I remember what was funny now. What happened last time we beat LSU in Tiger Stadium? Does anybody remember? Pick me. Somebody does listen to this. Go, go for it. Pick go for it. In a, Tell us. We went to number one. We were ranked number one in the damn country that same year. Okay, so let's not forget what happened. Work. I'm even telling you right now, work. we just went from unranked to number two in the country. Well, you're an excited just, man. We're ranked number two in the country right now. I haven't even seen it, but I'm I believe just, it. I'm messing with you, but we okay. we are we the, we should be ranked. You fooled me. Well, we right. should be. Okay? Well, it's not it's not a normal year. It's, it's definitely not a normal year. year, and I don't give a rat's ass. Mississippi State went down to Baton Rouge and took it to them boys like cornbread batter. <laughs> cornbread, corn dogs. <laughs> Shout out to corn dogs. All right, LSU. LSU. Go buy go buy the LSU shirts. LSU. No, All right. no we'll, not buy LSU shirts. Well, no. we'll have to make it. We'll have to make a, a a Randy the Plumber Mississippi State shirt to put on the new store. We'll yeah. do that. Check. Go check out the store. GarageGuysFantasySports.com. All right, NASCAR. Now let's get let's get to something I can talk about a little more in depth here. Something that I was I was. You want to get deep with the 2021 schedule? I got my waiters on. I got my waiters on. All Man, right. Camouflage. Mossy Oak. Nice. I love it. All right. So we, we start off. It's crazy. Honestly, it's the biggest crazy. We're starting off. It's, we're getting a road course clash at Daytona Road Course. Crazy. That's going to be fun. 500 is like. Crazier, the only thing crazier that I could see happening is putting like Eric Jones and Clint Boyer's car this year, next year. That's the only crazier thing. That, I that would be crazy. That would be super crazy. That would be bizarre but that would be what's gonna happen you never know you never know that would be a wild one right there we'll have to save the take um but I, I will say I'm looking right now I know that the biggest change is obviously let's just go ahead and start with the big one Bristol dirt race in March <laughs> what in the hell is going on NASCAR like we have has lost their minds <laughs> we have not had a dirt track cup race since ninth in the 70s dude the 70s okay i proposed okay if you're gonna really do this and go all out like obviously everybody's gotta wear goggles because you're literally gonna do this like in the daytime for one that's a dirt race in the day that's asking for the dust bowl Okay, so just go full on Mad Max with it and like literally just like put weapons on the cars, just like let them just go all around, let them get wild with it. That's the only way. Just like, it's the only way. Why in the hell would you do a dirt race in the day? They have lost their minds. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You ain't listening. I've been telling y'all, you ain't listening. NASCAR has done went crazy. 2020 got the best of them. They should have NASCAR should have came to the creek. They should have come to the creek because the, <laughs> the creek will set you free. The creek will set you free. That's what that's that that's the only other crazier thing that if they would have been like, oh, we're gonna just not do it at Bristol. We're just gonna do a dirt race at the creek at Randy's house. Like that's what we're gonna do. Just like whipping around your corner, like first one that falls into the water, like you're out. Like that's it. Playoff race at the creek. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the creek's all crooked. So it's some good banking on that creek. But in all seriousness, I mean, I like the creativity. I like what they're trying to bring to it. But I just think this is going to cause a lot. Because, I mean, if you've been to a dirt race, how many, like, cautions are we going to have to have, like, to, like, spray down the track? Like, that's what I want to know. Yeah, it, it could be quite a few. I mean, <laughs> dude, this is – Are they even going to be able to really race? Like, is this 100 laps? Like, we don't know. We don't know. But I'm interested to see something different. I think it's cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
these guys grew up on dirt, most of them, and the best of the dirt drivers become ARCA drivers and some truck series drivers, and then the best of those become Xfinity drivers, and then you got the best of the best, the best of the best. And they're all going back to where it started. The cup drivers, they got the best of the best, and now they're getting back on dirt. I think it's badass. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because like this is gonna take a good bit of of really good cup drivers at Bristol, probably out of contention, man. We're we're, we're probably gonna see somebody that's never won Bristol win this thing, um, and and that's oh, kind of yeah. what I'm excited about. Like Bubba Wallace is is definitely gonna be a contender probably, especially with him in the new ride. He's a great dirt racer. If Kyle Larson returns, that's a game changer. You already seen what he's been doing uh, oh, with, with the World of Outlaws. I was tearing it down. Has a huge advantage at that track right there if he comes back to Cup this year. Absolutely. Is he coming back? Is he coming back? That, I mean, I it hasn't been back. announced yet, but but everybody's got the rumor rumor mills turning that Hendrick is probably going to be where it is. I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, I will Hendrick, say this much: Hendrick's going to bring in Larson. Look, it can't be the forty-eight car if it happens. It's got to go back to the five, right? It needs to go back to the five, regardless. I missed the five. The five needs to return. Saying. You can't put Kyle. You couldn't put Kyle, Kyle Larson in the forty-eight and expect people to accept it. Look, man, if you've got look, we we already like we we also found out this week that Chad Canales is stepping down from the from the pit box. He's going to do a corporate role uh, with Hendrick now. So you got Jimmy and Chad rolling out of of pit road. Like Jimmy's going on. I had to I had to rock some Jimmy Johnson today. I've never done that, but I'm doing it today. Um, he's he's going on to IndyCar. And then you're going to have Chad Knauss in the office. The 48, just it's got to take a break. It's got to. If you got those two guys splitting ways, it's got to take a break. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. They, they, gotta, they got that five. They got that number five. So, but. Let's get, let's get Labonte style with it. I'm talk, I want some Kellogg's. I'm hungry for some Tony the Tiger. You know what I'm flakes, saying? Don't you? Yeah, that's right. Cornflakes cars. Back They're right. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm ready for. I'm ready for, I'm ready for some Terry Five. Terry – uh, what is it? Terry two time? That's let's what I'm ready for. That, yeah, just don't forget that Terry Labonte took the, the Tony the Tiger to championship lane in 1996. That's right. He said he said fuck a Wheaties box. Put me on with Tony the Tiger. That's what well, he what was he ready for. His brother Bobby win. Oh, this dude, Bobby like one time. I like Bobby one time. He's what cool. Year? What year? What year? That was 2000, 2001, 2000. Ding, 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 ding. We got a winner behind door number four. Get your prize. There it is. 18. Setting, setting it down with the interstate batteries. But, uh, rock of shit. But, yeah, but, dude, if Kyle Larson is uh, on this track, like, his odds are going to have to be, like, minus 100, minus 150. Like, easy. Like, because, it, yeah, everybody knows that he's going to be that guy. So, it's going to be fun to see. Um <laughs> Let's see what else we got. I mean, looking at here, like every everything else seems pretty normal. The big the big deal is that Kentucky is gone, Chicagoland Speedway is gone. Everybody was making a row about Chicagoland being off. Um, I, I guess they just they couldn't figure it out. Jency's probably crying because Kentucky's out of here, but it's because they had to bring in the new tracks. And so well, I look, 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 look. Circuits of the Americas. Yeah. Circus Road America. America. Now, hold, hold on. Let me, Coda you know and Road big, America. You know how big a race fan I am, right? Yes. Okay. And you can't, be, you can't be where I'm at in my NASCAR fanmanship without appreciating Formula One racing, okay? You have to appreciate it. I ain't saying you got to go watch it, but you have to appreciate Formula One racing to be as deep in the NASCAR as I am. Because anything with four wheels that runs fast, I'm in it. And I'm living in Austin, Texas, right? Yeah. This is my damn luck. I'm living in Austin, Texas, and I'm living there for a couple of years, and I move from Austin, Texas back to Mississippi. Right? You following me? I'm with you. Two weeks after I'm smelling where you're stepping. Smelling where I'm stepping. Two weeks after I move, they announced they're fixing to build a Formula One track in Austin, Texas. And I'm like, you gotta be shitting me right now. You gotta be shitting me right now. He's I was a mad boy living where the where the home of Formula One racing is in America. But no, I just moved, and then they announced this shit. Well, I was pissed. That's heartbreak. I'm out but of You state. know what? You know what? Hey, man, look, keep Austin weird. I love Austin, and and now you got Coda, 
And we, we, we're going to have to get to Austin. It's that simple. We got to get to Austin, Texas. I got some good accommodations out there now. I love it out there. I know, I know some people out there. Shout, shout out There's to Mr. Ross Bowling. Bar in South Austin. This the bomb diggity right there off of uh, like Manchac. Yeah. But you know what, you know what Austin has, you know what Austin is the home of the A best, of the best damn saints bar in freaking America. Never heard Austin. of this. It's called the show Creek saloon. Okay. Okay. And dude, when I was living there, the saints, that was, it was a year we went 13 and Oh, right out the gate. It was our super bowl year. Nice. We 13 and oh, and I was going to every football game in Austin at the show Creek saloon. And there was like literally 1500 saints fans crowded into this bar and grill. That's electric. And it was just all like family, man. It was just all crazy picnic tables and shit everywhere. The best Dude. of times. And right here in Austin, I was like, when I moved there, I had no idea. And somebody said, Oh, you're a saints fan. I bet you go to show Creek saloon. I said, no, but it sounds cool. <laughs> like that's a saints bar i was like i'm there <laughs> okay so so yeah so come may come may when, when coda rolls around we're definitely gonna have to go check this out if we get to this race because i there's i have this feeling in my, in my bones that like i might skip out on some traditional races next season and have to go hit up these new ones um because that, that's going to be huge um and then the all-star race now, now here's another one that that i didn't i didn't really see that great the all-star race is in texas that's going to be kind of boring yeah, yeah, it's the same kind of track as Charlotte. But, you know, I liked All-Star Race at Bristol. I did, too. I think it should I'm be Bristol you, every year now. I'm going to tell you where, if they're not going to have it at Bristol, where they need to have it. If you're not going to have the All-Star Race at Bristol, it needs to be at Talladega. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, just, that's just it. Now, if you're going to take away Bristol from us after you got our little – I mean, we, dude, that was cool. Okay. That was the best. That was the best all-star race I've watched in a long time. Cool. And now you're going to take that away from us after we get to salivating over that, you know, next year maybe. But no, no. Yeah. Well, I, I, think, I think what they're going to do now, I mean, obviously, if we're moving this fast, it, it's got to just shift around each year, you know. Um, and the same thing goes yeah. for the championship race. That's going to have to shift around. But the problem all-star is – All-star game in baseball shifts around from stadium to stadium, don't it? Yeah, it does, and, and that's the way it should be, honestly. Basketball is the same way. Uh, and see, that's, that's what I love about change, man. That's why I love change so much is because we've had this set standard of how NASCAR has been. And so I feel like for so long when you do it that way, it gets boring. When you switch it up like this, man, this is what keeps people entertained. It keeps people talking. It keeps people on their toes. schedule than I've ever seen. I love it. Uh, so continuing on that, the, the, the next one, Nashville in June. Now you already know. You already know I'm excited. We got we got Drew in Nashville. Jensen's in Nashville, so that means we're gonna have to go to Nashville. And this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be a kind of more like a, I guess a super speedway kind of deal, intermediate deal. Um, maybe they can get the short track fixed up one of these days. But then they also are gonna have like a road course race, I believe, for IndyCar there too. So Nashville's getting back in the racing uh, scene now, which is pretty awesome. I, I'm, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. It's like, if I don't get to go to Nashville next year, I'm going to be upset. The only way I'm not going to be at the race in Nashville next year is if they absolutely do not allow any fans there. Because if they allow one fan, <laughs> I'm going to talk them into it being me. All right. Well, there we go. So we, so we already know one that we got to pencil in for sure. And that just, it's so close for everybody. It's close for our crew. So not only do you have Bristol now, so Tennessee is back. Tennessee is officially back in racing. I don't think it ever left, but now it's officially back. So a little bit of central time zone uh, love in the air. So we'll put it that way. Um, Road America in July. I mean, we see a Road America race in Xfinity every year. So, um, you know, getting that in the Cup Series is going to be cool. It's not anything like really out of the ordinary, but it's still a great race. So that'll be fun to see. Um, And then I'm excited about the Indianapolis Road Course in August. So we saw the Xfinity race there. This is going to be electric for Cup. It's, I think it's going to be really good because that was an awesome race. That was one okay. of the best races of the season so far. I mean, literally, it's one of the only Xfinity races I've really watched for the whole race this season. I cannot yeah. – I love – as much as I love Cup racing, I have to have my Xfinity racing in doses. 
okay? But that I one, I watched the whole thing. I mean, it was like – and then – What was that? Was I was Alfredo? at your spot. Was it Alfredo yeah. that was like – what was it Alfredo was doing? He uh, – Anthony had a decent finish. I think Briscoe won that race. Um, and then Greg, he, he was he was oh is Wendon wasn't that the race is Wendon that popped down on him? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he was trying to get it. Yeah, oh, man, it was, I gave him a hard Infinity. time about that. I had him on my show and I gave him a hard time. About that. Oh, I bet that was a good that was a good episode too. I remember checking that one out. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's going to be great to see. I just love seeing the new addition of these road courses, man. And then other than that, everything else is pretty much the same. Um, you know, you still got, you know, your Richmond, Richmond's kind of there, Darlington, uh, always a classic race, your super speedway races. Uh, so really just the big changes is Nashville, Coda, the Indianapolis road course, and then the Bristol dirt race. That's kind of been the big one. So, uh, and Sonoma is coming back next season as well as well as Watkins Glen. So so there's a good bit more road course races. And um, Phoenix is still up last <clears throat> next year. Yeah, so Phoenix is still going to be the, uh, the 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 race. I think they're the expecting team. something very electric to happen at Phoenix with the I'm ready for, four. Because I'm ready look, now, man. It's gotten, it's gotten kind of boring at Miami, the championship four race, because there's not Absolutely. a lot going on. Okay, and, and it, at first we were really excited about it because it was something new. And, you know, like we were used to a driver wrapping up a, a championship sometimes two to three races before it's yeah. over. And, they, so, and they're not always the most entertaining races yeah. there. But I think <clears throat> moving that race to Phoenix, they needed to move it somewhere. But Phoenix, you're guaranteed to have great weather in November. Okay, I mean, there's nowhere else on the, besides Miami, and it rained there a lot. Uh, for us, but I think that's another factor is rain. But I think they're expecting something electric to happen on that little track, and I'm it's ready got for to. it. It's got I'm to. Ready. It's going to be fun to watch. So, I mean, we're going to get that two years in a row. We get to see it this season. We're going to see it next season. I am. I am personally, and I'll say this before I do get to like my my big take about what I want to see. Um, it, I will say I hate the fact that we get two weeks off for the Olympics. That sucks because I put out there the only, the only pole jumping I want to see is someone passing the person that started the race first. So I got to give two weeks up, two weekends up of racing for the Olympics. I'm probably not going to watch much of the Olympics. I say that now, but I probably will. I don't know. Yeah. But, but um, I, I want to see a season, especially now where we're shifting things around. I want to maybe take the Daytona race – um, you know, in on the in the July weekend or whatever, I know it's going to be in August next season. Take that Daytona race and replace it, and let's do the 500 in the beginning of the season, and let's end the season in Daytona. I think that that would be legendary. You you mean the Daytona 500, the first race of the year, and then the Daytona 500, Daytona Championship Four race? Is that what you're implying? It would be incredible. <laughs> it would be freaking amazing, bro. Because, I mean, look, you call it the Super Bowl of racing. Really yeah. make it the Super Bowl then. And, and I'm going to tell you something. If the Daytona hosted a championship four race, you would probably have 40 different championship winners during the race. It would change 40 times. Yeah. You know how they always show who's winning the championship now, you know, and it would, like, change every lap. It would be four different champions on each damn lap. <laughs> right? That would no, be awesome. I think that, you know, if, if they're going to call it the Super Bowl of racing, I, I've always just had this take. Like, you know, you get the Super Bowl, you get the championship. All that happens at the end of every sports season and every other sport. Why not start – I mean, if you start off with the Daytona 500, why not just start off with the Daytona – with the Coke Zero Sugar 400 <laughs> and then move the Daytona 500 to the end of the year? Because oh. then – then oh, you shit. get a 500 oh, winner. Yeah. You get a 500 winner and a championship winner in the same night. That's two birds, one stone. That's huge. Man, you really own something right there. I'll, I mean, I'm telling you, it, I think it needs to happen. That's what I want to see. That's, that, that would be a game changer and for have NASCAR. have the same qualifying rules and everything as they have now for the Daytona 500. Yep, and that's going to make – and with this new package that they have now, if they keep this new super speedway package, it's not going to be hard for, like, some of these contenders to really, like, keep it up there. But it's also going to step up the garages to make sure 
that they are putting these guys because like normally you know you got like Truex or, or Kyle Busch sitting there towards the end of the year they are not that great at super speedway so this is going to change a lot of things for them because they're going to want to make oh, sure their yeah. car is is I mean this is going to sh- it would shake everything up ain't going to be no lagging back to the back and be playing it safe is it uh-uh. <laughs> I mean it's going it, that would be the most entertaining race of all time in my opinion you'll you'll be a Daytona 500 winner and a championship winner in the same night that would be like awesome yeah that, yeah I, I don't think they'll ever do it because they're not that smart <laughs> it's that's why it's our job because look they are listening to fans and i have noticed that there's a lot of people on nascar twitter yeah. that they're, they're listening to them i, I wish i don't i don't <laughs> they messed the up on the dirt race but the only reason i say they're not that smart is these guys legitimately consciously knowingly took the mountain dew southern 500 on labor day weekend and moved it to california right. Okay. How much sense does that make? And look what happened. It was a it was a complete failure. That that's why I say sometimes they're not that smart. At least they try. They experiment. We'll give I them do, that much. This schedule is a big time experiment, and I like it. I love it. I think what you have to do is you have you have to have the basis NASCAR foundation schedule. Okay, the 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 schedule that is the foundation of NASCAR which means that you have to put the Southern 500 in, in Darlington. You have to, you have to do certain things. Okay. Yes. To keep the history. But I think past the history of Darlington, Daytona, Talladega and Bristol and Charlotte, I think anything past that history is just open game. It is. And look, we're in a time. To, you have to maintain that. Okay. Yes. You maintain that core. You keep certain traditions. Yeah. As long as there's a few races that aren't screwed with, like that's and I okay. Think they're but, realizing that because they put Circuit of the Americas. Yeah. Really. That's what I'm saying. So, but 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 I will say this too. It's like, and I think a lot of different sports, uh, a lot of different different sports out there are, are seeing that this year. One good thing from this year has been change. Obviously, even though it's been a bad change for some people, for sports and other things like that, it's kind of been a good change, and especially for for NASCAR. So, I'm ready to see how this shakes out. I'm I'm excited for next season. And I'm just super glad that as of right now, we know that we're going to be able to get back into the, into the garages and on pit road. And we're going to be able to get back to doing what oh, we do best wait. here at the garage guys. It's going to be fun. We're going to get to have the year that we wanted to have this year. Yeah. I cannot wait, man. All right. I cannot wait. I think well, what I want to do, I think what, which race are we going to first next year if everything's cool. Which oh, race? the 500, the 500 is where we're going to be at easy. Okay. Michael Jordan's going to be there, man. This this is it right here. Let me tell you what's going to happen. <clears throat> if fans are allowed at Daytona and we can get our press passes like we should, yeah. there's no other way that we're showing up, okay? But uh, <clears throat> if we get our press passes, I think this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be so excited about it, first of all, because racing is actually back at that point for me. You know, watching it and actually getting the experience. I go to six to eight races a year, Best bro. day of the year, man. Six Best weekend of the year. year. Okay? I mean, it's, it's the shit to me. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take off when all the drivers get to their cars on pit road, I think I'm just going to walk off down through there and snatch each one of them's hat off their heads and autograph it for them and hand it back to them. Every right. driver Don't get us kicked road. out, Randy. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we'll, we'll be there. That's we'll be in there. I know like, you're going to be excited. excited. Hey, Joey, let me sign a hat for you. Hey, hey Brad, oh. come here, man. Brad, hey, man. Blue Deuce, baby. Blue Deuce. Come here, let me sign that shit. It's going to be a while. We're, we're going to we're gonna have to keep you tame. We're going to have to keep you tamed out there. It's going to be fun. I don't All right, know. Guys. Me in the wild is pretty, it's pretty bad. It's, it's going to be fun. I, 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 think, I think I've been out there and we've hung out enough now. I think we can get it figured out. We're, we're going to have a good time either way it goes. But um, You know but, what happens at the campgrounds, right? You know how, like, when everybody—I I know everything that happens at these but, campgrounds. Let me let me tell you how this works for me, okay? Because it's crazy. You know, when you go camping at a track, you're traditionally bound to that campground most of the time, unless you have some special pass that gets you in every campground, okay? Right. And it's what happens, like at Talladega, if you camp over in Geico, that's the only campgrounds you got rights to. Is Geico. You can't go over into the paid stuff. Where the shout out to the wild side. 
Yeah, where the people are getting, you know, in the bed at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? Over in the Geico, you don't ever go to bed. You get no sleep. You sleep yeah. for a week when you get home. You know what I'm saying? That's Talladega, baby. That's Dega. But, but most everybody, all they can do is enter one campground, right? Yeah. Not Randy the plumber. I pull up at the gate and they're looking for the pass and they're like, oh, shit, that's Randy the plumber. Let him through. Let him through. He's coming in to raise some hell. And that's all I do is go around from campground to campground, raising damn hell. It's I'm ready for it. We're, we'll be in Vegas. We will be. We will be at Talladega, no, no doubt about it. No that's gonna be that. That's our playground, Randy. You realize, like that. That's the only race I went to growing up as a kid. That's the race where where there are literally just every. There's no rules, man. Everything is just is 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 off off limits. Like you, yeah. go go in and just wild out. It's wild, wild boy weekend at Talladega. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be wild. My wife can't wait, wild, but she she don't care. She gets can't wild. Too. She gets wild. We're gonna have the biggest beer beer pong tournament in history. That's what's happening if we get I'm to ready. go to Talladega. I'm ready. That's I'm ready. We're gonna get it all on tape. We're gonna get it all on tape. It's gonna be a great year, man. I'm just, just so. seeing this schedule. Seeing this schedule just got me so excited. But, um, but but that's everything we got for for this for the schedule. The let us know what you guys are thinking as well. Be sure to subscribe. And um, one more thing, I'm thinking. It's right up here in my head. Okay, you're gonna it's love his brain. it. You're gonna love it. Are you ready? I'm ready. You, you're gonna love this. Okay, just say. Go ahead and say before I say it. Say, I love this before I even say it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I may, I may love this. What, what is it, Randy? I love this. I love it. I love it. Let's go. Hell State, baby. Jesus Christ. All right. Here's Lindsay. Okay. We'll see you soon. Sports party. Repeat. All right. We now welcome on to the Grouse Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Lo- longtime friend of the show. Uh, reoccurring guest now. Uh, Miss Lindsay Okay from lindsayokay.com. NFL beat reporter. Uh, just the the lady the lady that everyone loves to hate on Twitter, but we we like Lindsay, so she's here. Lindsay, thanks so much for being on the show. We have video now. Oh yeah, you guys can see yeah. me. I'm texting everybody. I don't know if anybody can see that. That's that's what you're always talking about on Twitter, but now the Garage Fam gets to actually see it. And before we even get started, I mean, we just got to talk about these murals back here. So I, if anybody follows Lindsay on Instagram, uh, you've probably seen some of this stuff before. But um, how, how did this, this love for NSYNC and JT get started back here? Because typically people have family members. <laughs> so it's- yeah, no, this is like my office setup. Um, I don't have a desk. I have a Chase lounge here. Um, and this is like my gallery wall. It's slowly growing. Um, but I have like a bunch of stuff. Like I do have a picture of me and my best friend right here. I don't know if you guys can see it, but I do have actual people that I know on here. So, <laughs> not completely insane, but. This is like this picture I found in like, I forget where. But a Tiger Beat I, magazine? Really, like, no, it was in some store and it's, it's framed in gold, guys. Okay. Oh, God. And Look I out. found it in the store when I was like nine, maybe. And I just, it's been on my wall ever since. So, and then I don't okay. know if you guys can see this one here, but it's Justin Timberlake as Jesus. It's JT Jesus. <laughs> yes. Shout out. All right. So I had to get that out. And then obviously the misfits pillow. Um, I don't know how many people can like, I like, I have, you guys should see my house. It's like, it's getting kind of to the point where it's kind of, I don't know if it's cool or weird because Gothic girl skulls around my house. (laughs) Just like go buy some crystal skulls and then like, yeah, yeah, just go all out with it. Like I love Halloween decor season because I buy everything, but it stays out all year. Yeah, you need to you need to hit up my wife because she's like huge in Halloween. She starts decorating in like September, and then I'm not, I'm not like a huge Halloween person. I'm more of a Christmas person, but I just like really creepy, weird things. <laughs> yeah, there's not there's nothing wrong with it. I look, trust me, I'm surrounded by it all the time, so it's all good. Just wait and just if you ever find out what a Ray Dunn mug is, you'll become addicted. Okay. 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 All right. So just let you know. So just watch out unless you like to get addicted to pottery. So okay. there's that. All right. Well, here back to sports. That's what we're here for. We got that other way. But um, so we, uh, you had some some breaking news recently. Some some news for us. Um, the Steelers Titans game, which was postponed today because of the coronavirus, is now supposed to be played. And this is like if if everybody continues to test negative, 
if we have no more cases, et cetera, et cetera, is going to be either Monday at five or Tuesday at six or seven. Um, okay. Yeah. So this is I, a relief. Yeah, I was, see, I'm somebody, and you had brought this up earlier. I think I hate Thursday night games. I like how it um, kind of breaks up the week because we have like Sunday, which is full of games. Monday gives us a little, you know, a little something to fall back back on after that Sunday. But then we have Tuesday and Wednesday where we're kind of sitting around like this and like, you know, there's nothing for us to do. And then we have a game on Thursday and then it's the weekend. So it's, I feel like that's how the weeks just fly by in football season. Yeah. I would, I, the players hate playing Thursday night games. There's not enough time between Sunday and Thursday to get everything together, especially if you're the traveling team, it's bananas, especially if you're injured or, you know, trying to play through an injury or anything like that. Like it's so hard on your body, like as a football player, because I basically am one at this point. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Just to like turn around that quickly and play again on Thursday. It's just really hard on the players. So I feel like they should do a double header Monday night. I know they're not, I would prefer Saturday, honestly, but they're not going to compete with college football. So no, no way they can do that. And we've, uh, we actually got a new show on our network now, the SE, uh, section 65. It's uh, like SEC shun mm-hmm. and then 65. So like, that's, that's been a huge deal for us. Cause we're kind of getting into that world too with garage guys. So I definitely can understand that like Saturday games only work around Christmas time, like before right. we get into yeah. the playoffs. So that's, that's natural, normal stuff there. And we, we get that, but yeah, the Thursday stuff, I mean, that would have, basically make Tuesdays in the fall and the winter. I think I quote tweeted your tweet from earlier, like this national call in the work day. Like, yeah. so like, because you know, like on the first week of like every football season, you have that double header. Like I'm dragging on Tuesdays. Cause like you're just up so late, but the five o'clock start isn't so bad because we you know you get the normal Monday night football start time. So, I mean, I think that doing it that way, that would probably make it a little bit easier, but doing it where it starts at seven and then you have one like a West coast game or something where it starts off, it would definitely drag people down the long run. But you can't be too mad about this Thursday night game because at one Joe Flacco, uh, your your other – you should really have another picture of, like, like Moses. I don't think you can see him, but he's up there. It's his first um, Sports Illustrated cover is up there. Look out. So we already know, like, everybody that follows you, follows us, that knows you, they know that you're like a, uh, a Joe Flacco truther. Um, possibly wife in another life. Um, so he may or may not be getting a start Thursday night, but I'm, I'm pretty sure at this point, Sam Darnold, they pretty much came out and Gase has said Darnold's the starter. Um, but, but the debut could be coming, and it's against the Denver Broncos, so it would be perfect timing. This game is going to be trash Kansas City, but at the same time, you've got to be a little happy. Yeah. Um, so I have mixed feelings on this and I talked about this on my site a couple days ago. Like I really like more than anything, I want him to like come out swinging and, you know, throw five touchdowns and just shut everybody up. And I will never shut up. If that ever happens, I will never be quiet. He's more um, of a comeback sliding kind of guy though. <laughs> um, but also like that team is so bad. Like that team is so bad. That offensive line is so bad. And he's like, he's coming off a neck injury. Like that's serious shit. Like he had surgery on his fucking neck. And yeah. like, you know, if like one wrong move and like, you're done, like it's an Alex Smith situation. Like you're yeah. done. Paralyzer. So, yeah. Carson Wentz. I'm going to be like, if he plays, and I feel like this is why they're kind of holding him out is because of that. Because like, if Sam Darnold, like really keeps playing, like he's playing, they're going to have no choice, but to put Joe Flacco in there. And like, they don't, they obviously like don't want his head to fall off. So like, yeah, he's I, the Ken doll. He's the Ken doll of the NFL at this point. Yeah. Like I he's just there. Before, I wouldn't play him before. Like he's absolutely 100% ready to go. Like as of right now, I feel like he's like 95, like in the 90, percentile like ready to go he's like been practicing fully for about two weeks and everything like that but to put him behind that horrible offensive line and I mean the it can't happen doesn't suck suck like they're not bad bad so like you still have the potential of him getting hurt so I feel like that's kind of why they're holding it out 
Yeah, I I would I would say that like I picked up the Broncos on the waiver wire. By the way, I cried for like a whole three minutes because you didn't rejoin the league. But I know you're retired from fantasy football now. I just do not have time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's yeah, death, death, us, Jesus. Um, but yeah, I picked up the Broncos. I mean, I think that that they definitely will have an advantage over it. But there's just it just doesn't seem like the only thing that seems right with the Jets is that Frank Gore is still alive and playing yeah. football. Because even Le'Veon Bell makes empty promises like now, and we pretty much know that. So it's like, have the, like I feel like the Jets have kind of become lower than Cleveland at this point as the place that football players go to die. Yes. So I feel like having Joe Flacco there, he's almost kind of like the gatekeeper. He's just going to be there, and he's never going to get on the field, but he's just like, my career is over. So I'm just here to hold the stick and say good luck, and I can wear black here like I was at the Ravens, and maybe it'll make him feel a little closer to home, except for the Emerald Green. I, but, I hate to see him go out like this, but I mean, at the same time, like he's, he's close to his family. He's from New Jersey. So like, I mean, if you have an offer come through like that, you're still getting paid millions of dollars to stand around. Like I take it to chill. And then like Sam Darnold can kind of learn from him a little bit. No, I don't doubt it at all, but this has got my wheels turning. Cause it's like, what's next for Flacco now? Because I feel like there's two valid options. Okay. Like one, like color commentator, probably for like, um, Maybe like like CBS. He could be a CBS guy. I, I could see a CBS role for him. Uh, maybe one of the guys that like just kind of sit at the desk on Sunday, but like not actually like in the booth. Um, the other role that I would love to see him in, because basically I've called him the Kindle of the NFL for a long time, um, would be to hit for him to go the Jay Cutler route and get a reality show. How he can't be that dry, but I do feel like Flacco's got a lot of awkwardness. If you could. Figure that out. What would that what would that show be like? What would it be? So I don't really I don't see him in like a broadcaster role because he's not somebody that ever really liked talking to the media. Like he, but he also like is just like he's like a chill dude. Like he's the dude that is going to go to his kid's soccer practice and he's going to bring two Miller Lights in his cooler and that's it. You know what I mean? Like he's like the Jay Color esque. And yeah, the dude that likes to chill and just, you know, wants to sit in his chair at eight o'clock and watch TV and then goes to bed at 930, you know, like. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So 930, that, that kind of sucks. Cause like, I feel like Jay Cutler would at least stay up till midnight, but, yeah. um, but I could just, I don't know, like them two together for some reason, I just feel like they were like, like the perfect, like yin and yang of like the same universe yeah. of, like, of quarterbacks like demeanors should, they should just come back because color is wifeless now so he's moved on to greener pastures and like they should just do a show together that the bucket list but like younger i don't know that's a good idea we should all right pitch we're, we're gonna pitch it all right me and you together we're gonna go into the room we got this all right we're doing this we're, we're, Chris Harrison of it. okay i'm down for it yeah i could just be like the guy that's always narrating but i would do it more in like a uh, like a steve Irwin type deal because it'd okay. be like flacco color in the wild I would like yeah. that. It should be like that. Zach, did you watch that Zac Efron show on Netflix? Uh, yeah, I saw like a little bit of it. Like not that. a whole lot of it. It should be yeah. like that. I'm down. All right. We're like, pinning the pad. This is, this is going <laughs> yeah. down for sure. Um, but yeah, Flacco definitely had better days like with the Ravens, of course. And I mean, you got to witness all that. You're, you're in the Maryland area, you know, Baltimore. Baltimore girl through and through. You're kind of born and raised in that area, right? So that's been your team for a long time, and you started writing about them. Um, and the last time you were on the show, it was before Lamar had came into the league. Uh, kind of like just going back through that, I mean, like the transition they've taken, obviously you can't be too upset of how things have, have come about. But we did see a, kind of a, a pretty bad regression uh, Monday night, like earlier, because like looking at this right now, just the literally going from like 80, 75 percent completions and then going down to like 97 yards, 53 and one touchdown. Like, that's hard. Like, did you see that coming at all against the Chiefs? Yes, 100 percent. And Ooh. like the thing is, is like, yeah, the thing is, is like I say these things and people get so mad at me for saying them and then they happen and I'm like. That happens a lot to me. And I get like, <laughs> I get like 
if you're a fan of the team, like you want them to play well, like obviously I was rooting for the Ravens to win. Like they're my favorite team. Like I'm going to root for them to win. But like my like football brain is telling me these guys are not going to win. Like they're not like, and this is like the hump that they had to get over and they still three times now cannot get over it. And like, I, I like the direction that the Ravens are going. I like that they built around their quarterback because they never did that with Joe Flacco ever. They never even attempted to do that. Um, so I like that they're doing that. I like that they have recognized his strengths and they're playing towards them rather than away from them. But at the same time, like you're not winning games. Like you can have a 16 and 0 season, you lose in the pl- first round of the playoffs and it doesn't matter. Like last season, that last MVP season, that does not matter. It no, doesn't. It's over. It, it, and like, I'm not saying he's a bad player. He's certainly not. He's top five in the league right now. But that only takes you so far. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, yeah. I don't know. And I'm not saying, like, I 100% believe that they're going to turn around and come back. I mean, they play the, I almost said the Redskins. I have to, like, think. <laughs> the Washington football team. They play the Washington, Washington football team. The W's. The W's yeah. are coming up. Like, obviously, they're Bounce most back. likely going to win that game. But they got to watch out for Logan Thomas, though. He's coming in hot. but I mean just to like lay an egg like that like and I I get still being confident in your team but I'm not okay with like my favorite team playing like that in prime time in front of the entire world in like the most anticipated game of the entire season playing like that I mean it's I would have felt better if they had lost by like a field goal or had lost you know if they showed some fight they showed nothing down they were unprepared like completely and it's unacceptable to go into a game like that like I feel like you know like having confidence is a double-edged sword because like you can have a lot of confidence in yourself and in your team and then go in somewhere like this is a you know no-brainer trust throw it up you know what I mean and then like roll in and then it just all implode because I mean I've you know the one thing I will say about my team like I'm a Saints fan so the one thing I will say about him is like, I think they always go in level headed, but it just sucks. Cause it's like, we have, we've had a lot of really bad luck in the past few years, but like now we're like one and two and against like green Bay. And it's like, we fought hard into it, but like you were saying like, you would rather it be like that. So at least we have that. That was brutal. Cause you expect like a team like that to go in there against like, you know, the Washington, you would expect that, but against like the best team in the league, you got to be on your best no matter what. So I think it has a lot to do with the confidence factor, though. And, I mean, Lamar's got a lot of it. I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's an incredible player and just, like, he just he's the second coming of Vic. So I just think, like, the, the thing with the Ravens that worries me the most is, like, when it's bad for them, it's bad all around. Coaching sucks. The quarterback sucks. Stank. Big stank fest. The wide receivers suck. The tight ends suck. Like, the only person that was on their game was Justin Tucker and he kicked what one time, like, you know what I mean? It's just like, everybody sucks. And it's just like, you can't, and the thing is about Lamar Jackson. You can't say they suck though. I mean, they've had two good games going in, but I mean, I guess right, like looking I mean, at who they play. Like Monday night, like they sucked. Like top yeah, prime time. Yeah. Like if you're like, you're L- Lamar Jackson is the league MVP. Like the, reigning league MVP like if he's not going to be the one to make plays then who is right and that's like what a lot of Ravens fans don't understand like you can sit here and tout about your MVP quarterback but if he shows up in a game like that like that's not like you that's not like he gets every excuse in the book and going back to Flacco like you're not from Maryland so you probably didn't see it but um literally if Flacco put those stats up five years ago, he would get laughed out of town and he would be the first one that everybody would be, would be, would, would blame. And like coming off that game, like nobody's blaming Lamar Jackson. They're blaming everybody else. I'm like, you have to put some blame on your quarterback for that, especially. If yeah. So you're telling me that like, they're, they're quick to like, just like fold. So like, I thought that like, we were a bad, like Philly was like that type of fan base. So the Ravens got that fan base, oh, but except it's not happening now. It's like they sat there and made fun of Patriots fans for years about being entitled and blah, blah, blah. But, like, the Patriots fans had something to back up. Like, they win win Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. And you guys, Ravens fans, like, talk like they've won Super Bowl after Super Bowl. And, like, you haven't. You haven't won anything. You don't have the right to talk like that. 
Right. Sorry. I'm like, yeah. right now. <laughs> no, it, it, it's good. It's good. No. And, it, and that's true. And I mean, it, it really is, but I mean, like, I don't know, superstition. It's like, there's a lot of superstitious stuff that like happens with, I mean, there, you're literally a football team based after an Edgar Allan Poe novel. So, I mean, you have to imagine there's going to be some, some spooky shit going down. But, you know, you don't expect it to be this bad. But anyway, I mean, enough with the Lamar stuff. I mean, he's just – like I said, I, I think that every quarterback in this league has the ability, no matter how good you are, you have the ability to be exposed. And I think that the thing that, that happened was is that the defenses are picking up on how to stop this guy. And that's a scary thing because, like, with Mahomes, like, that dude's, like, ungodly. Like, the way he can just get out there and just, like, baseball pitch, like, touchdown. You know what I mean? And, like – so I think that the that it, a lot of it has to do with the coaching and constantly evolving your offense. And maybe that's why, like, John Harbaugh was on the hot seat, you know what I mean, and, like, for, for a little bit. And, like, now maybe we're going to start seeing some of that again. I don't know. But hopefully it won't be too bad. I'm rooting for you guys. I think that, like, you are definitely a Super Bowl contender. Everybody's entitled to have, like, one bad game, but they can't let that happen again against that team. Yeah. Um, so another player, though, we have to get to, like, stay on the quarterback topic. And this is, this is one that's going to be fun for me because I do not understand your logic. I don't understand your reasoning. But you're in love with Josh Rosen. I think Josh Rosen is, like, the biggest dickhead known to man. And I had – yeah, I had, like, this – like, so going into the draft, I'll just – like I'll preface. Like, going into the draft, you had, like, you had, like, Jerry Goff, like, guys like this, and, like, Baker, and, and you look at Josh Rosen. He was so cocky going into that draft and you could just see like the stank pretentious face just Josh Rosen. Bitch. See, I you know what I mean? Him. I did. I saw it. Like I kind of read through him and like, cause like they were talking about it and like Baker goes, Jared Goff go whatever. And all of a sudden we get to this point to where he's sitting there and he finally gets off to Arizona he comes in, and I already just had this perception, like, this dude's going to be bad. Like, he's going to Arizona. This is going to be rough. And so I just – I need you to help me understand, like, where this, this, like, this hype train started for you. First of all, I think I'm, like, one of, like, a handful of people on the- You definitely are. <laughs> but, like, I – so I'm also a firm believer, having been around several of them, you have to be cocky to be a quarterback in the NFL. You have to be. I mean – You got to okay. back it up, too. Aaron Rodgers is the <laughs> cockiest dude alive, and that's not an insult. Like He hates his family. Well, <laughs> that's <laughs> – <laughs> He just doesn't have a soul. He just takes a lot of – what was it, the Vicodin money? You know what I mean? I mean, just, but, like, you have to kind of think you're better than everybody else in order to be successful. And, like, agreed. you mentioned – like, so, so many people, like, think he's the cockiest dude alive and, like, because he does all these commercials and everything. But, like, do you really think he's going to sit there and be like, I'm going to turn down this, like, $3 million Hulu commercial just because I haven't won a lot of games yet? Like, no, that's not going to And then happen. people are going to hate on it, too. Like, that's yeah. what's funny. It's like he got that endorsement because of his personality. Like, be real. Right. Yeah. And, like, he's just, like, I don't know. I feel like every – People want to see your – if you're a professional athlete, people want to see your personality until they don't want to see it anymore. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, you got like, to back it up with a play. Once they've had too much of it, like, they don't want to see it anymore. So – but going back to, like, Josh Rosen, like, I never got that, like, that overload cockiness. I mean, I just feel like he wanted to be the best. And, I mean, in hindsight, like – his situation isn't the best now, but he, like he's handled it extremely well. And um, I mean, if he really had that like cocky attitude and if he was really like a bad teammate and like, oh, he's humbled as fuck now, <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> but I mean, like if he was really like a bad teammate and everything that like people say about him, like he got cut in from the Cardinals and then on his own went to play in Larry Fitzgerald's softball game the next day. Like, I feel like, if he were that asshole that everybody says he is, then now would be the chance when you would see it. And you're not seeing that. I mean, he's been dealt like the shittiest hand of anybody that I've ever seen. And that's not just because I love him, but he really has. Like, I wouldn't be able to deal with that mentally. I don't know about anybody else, but like, can you imagine? Like, uh, I mean, I, 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 yeah, like that he's already a journeyman quarterback and he's only been in the league for like, what, three years now? Three. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's laughable, but I, like, what, what makes you love him? I mean, is it his looks or is it just like his no, play? I, so I love his attitude, actually. <laughs> I feel like you don't agree with me about this. No, no, look, no, look, when he was coming in, he had that. And like, but it wasn't like the, like the normal cocky, like you would see from like Baker or like a Johnny Manziel. He, he had like this pretentiousness about him the thing is is like I took it as like he's not afraid to say what he thinks and I feel like you saw a lot of that from Joe Burrow this year but he was never given like the shorthand about it like it was welcomed whereas I feel like if maybe he doesn't he have was- a, a a stank face where he's just like you know he's not he doesn't, he's not <laughs> turning up the nose I feel like a lot of people like took I mean Josh Rosen's from like Manhattan Beach like you know he has he's been brought up with money and everything like that. So I feel like people kind of held that against him. I just figured it out, I think. I think I just, like, figured all this out. He's he is in the same boat with, like, Flacco and with, like, Cutler. Like, he's got that attitude. Like, he's just got that. He's kind of, like, now he's a little more humble. So he's just kind of quiet and sits back. Like, you had to laugh your ass off when you saw him at the Saints game in the first week with the mask on. Like, I, that's going to be the new shirt. And by the way, too, we got your shirt on your way to you because I did – I had to create that shirt, by the way. The uh, And for everyone listening to this that hasn't checked out our new website, we have the uh, the store up. The Kiss from a Rosen was, like, I think, like, the best name that ever, like, came to my mind for a fantasy football team for a quarterback that I just would never draft. So – because, like, it just reminded me, I was, like, literally watching Batman Forever, I think, one night, and, like, the Seal song came on, and I was just, like, kiss from a Rosen. I was, like, Josh Rosen. So I made the shirt. You'll have it soon. I'm sure you'll, you'll have your whole fan base, like, rocking and rolling with that. Yeah. So you'll definitely have to po- post that up. But, I mean, but getting back to, like, the whole play thing, I guess. But, yeah, I think I figured out that's why you like him, maybe. But yeah. going I to just, Miami – I love players that aren't afraid to say what they think because I agree. A lot of people like want them to be on the field and not be human beings. I mean, we saw it a lot this year with like coronavirus. Like they want them to play. They don't care if they're healthy or not. Like they're here to entertain me, like that kind of thing. And just like, like, yeah. And like, I've um, like being around a lot of them, like they're just like regular people. And I feel like a lot of people, they are, they're humans. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people don't see that at all. I mean, like, so. That's the sad part about society though. I mean, you have to like work around it. Cause like with me, like, you know, I've, I haven't gotten to like do anything like media wise with like NFL, but like NASCAR, I've done a lot of stuff. So like I, I I talked to a lot of drivers and I'm in the pits and I'm around that. And like, I see like the NASCAR fans and how they're like, 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 it's like they're a God, but it's like, nah, they're just a dude, you know? And, like, I feel like the same, like, not to, like, bring myself into it, but I feel like a lot of people think that about me, too. Like, I'm not trying to say I'm, like, a celebrity or anything. You're the Josh Rosen of of girls on Twitter. But, but like, I mean, a lot of people, like, when they, like, say mean things to me and stuff, like, you realize I'm, like, a person behind this screen. Like, I'm just a normal person. But that's why I love the shit out of you because, like, you've got, like, the thickest skin in the fucking world because, like, you literally, like, you, you take a lot of shit and you're just, like, you just bite back at it. You don't give a fuck. I so, mean, like, sometimes it's harder than others. And, like, if I have had a bad day or something, like, I mean, it's it really gets me sometimes. But most of the time it's just – I mean, now with football season, like, that, thankfully, like, football season happened. Otherwise, like, with this whole COVID thing, like, I don't know what I would do without it. But – um like now I'm just so busy that I don't even care. <laughs> like say whatever yeah. you want. I don't care. Yeah. It's like, whatever you, you have other things to worry about. I think that we all get there at some point, but yeah, you do. Like I got to give kudos to you for that. Cause that's one thing I've always respected about you and your game is like, you got your mental strength on lock. So a lot of people don't have that this day and time. Cause like words yeah, have become like long. actual real shit. It took a long time. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there was a point where I, literally like I was crying every night about the things that people would say to me on, like on a fucking internet site and like it took me a long time to realize and be like these people don't like you meditate at all you do any meditation i, I do yoga a lot yeah that, that i'm telling you that helps like a lot of people like see me and they're like oh look at this guy with this redneck like mustache and stuff wearing nascar clothes and i'm like over here like curled up like meditating and like manifesting shit like that's that's how I roll, you know, like crystals and whatnot. <laughs> so, yeah, like we like we roll strong in that. The, the mental game is everything. So, yeah, big respect on that. 
But um, but yeah, I I, I want to say this. I don't think that your boy Rosen is. I, I, he's like going to be like the Luke McCown of NFL now. See, I think he will be a starter one day. I'm ready. I. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> so, so I really want him, and this is gonna. I've, I've thought this for a long time and it's really hard for me to like come to terms with, but I really think Pittsburgh is a great place for him. So People are already talking about Darnold. Like Juju was out there like Sam needs to come to Pittsburgh. So like let Joe take over. Sit behind somebody like Ben, who's going to be done in about probably about two years. And then Rose, I mean, that's such a good team to be around with like a good coach, a good like receiving core, a good offensive line, you know, and it's just like, I think that's a good place. But I also think, um, the Bucks are a good place for him too. Um, as long as Bruce stays, as if Arian stays. And to get to sit behind Brady, I mean, that's why he went there in the first place. Like that's such a good situation for him to be in. So I think like this is like a lot of people will talk shit about his first two years in the league, but I feel like this year is really going to be the turning point for him. All right. Well, we know this much, and we'll, we'll hold on to that. Hopefully, we'll see him come off the practice squad. Yes, no. I can't wait. So. <laughs> Until him and Flacco are both starting for their teams, I cannot wait. It's going to be the best day ever. Yeah, and look, I, I, will, I will say this. Even though I said everything I said about Rosen, I wouldn't have taken the time out of my life to create a T-shirt if I did. There wasn't, like, just a little something there that, like, I like even if it was a fantasy team name that I made in my mind, like, it's there. So, like, I literally, when I was making that, I just envisioned all these people in Arizona just wearing this kiss from a rose and, and like, him coming out on the field, and they're just, baby, <laughs> just, like, throwing touchdowns. Yes. So, it was there. I know that's your fantasy in your mind right now. So, I'll let you, I'll let you just keep thinking about that. But, yeah, when you get the shirt, definitely tell all the other the, – um, the Rose fam or whatever. The, what, what are they called? Do you even have a name for the Rosen fans? All right, so no. now that's your job. You got, you're you are literally like the leader of this club now. It's just me and like his mom. You and his mom. It's <laughs> three of y'all. That's that's harsh. That's not that's not a lot of shirt sales no, for me. I, don't, I might just have to give that to you to sell on your website. <laughs> there are a couple like Rosen people that you know. I know yeah. who you are. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to them. All right, Lindsay, it was a pleasure having you on. You know, you're welcome back anytime. We'll be keeping in touch. And where can all the Garage Fam follow you at? Um, you can find me, Lindsay OK, everything, Instagram, Twitter, lindsayok.com. Everything is the same, so you can, it's easy to find. Right. And, and I'll also remember, if you're a first-time follower of Lindsay, just get on there and spread love. You will immediately see uh, what, what goes down. But we spread love because it's the Brooklyn way. That's what Biggie said. So that's what we believe in. All right, Lindsay, we'll see you later. Enjoy the rest of football season. Don't work too hard. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's the Garage Guys. 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 It's the Garage Guys.